have a riff with Fever one of us break out Before you get bum rushed at the Wild Wild West When I roll into the Wild Wild West When I stroll into the Wild Wild West When I bounce into the Wild Wild West It's Yeah! Oh, that's a that's a throwback right there. Watching the video, I thought it was Cisco for a minute. Oh yeah, that, was, that would have been, that would have made the song even better if you somehow could have like snuck in the guy who wrote the thong song into Wow Wow West. Dumps oh, like a truck. Fire. What a Dumps like a truck. Oh boy. Well, this oh. is the last word podcast. I am Angela Lippa. I'm Steve Artavello. Uh, if you're listening on Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, anywhere, anywhere, where you Google, get your Google Podcasts, wherever you get it. Thank you for joining us. And the Wild Wild West is an appropriate song because if you have looked at the standings in Major League Baseball, you will see both in the AL and NL West, it is a freaking shit show. And not by shit show, I mean bad. Like, absolutely. No, like, this like, is amazing. Like, so much is happening. So many teams are still Everything in it. is happening! <laughs> now, it is all three. I will say, though, uh, it is three teams. The three teams have distanced themselves from the, the pack in the AL West, you have Houston, Oakland, Seattle. LA is just too far. They need too much to happen. Too yeah, many injuries. I think if they had Otani, if he would have been able to pitch the way he was early on, they, continuously, they probably are in this this and, race too. And another thing, Garrett Richards, that was another big loss when he got hurt again. Yeah, no surprise. Those and, are your two best pitchers. Yeah, and then in the NL West, you have Arizona, Colorado, and LA. Uh, the the Doyers, the Doyers, the uh, the team that got all the way to the World Series in Game Seven didn't pitch their best pitcher on two days rest, like the Brooklyn Dodgers did with Sonny Koufax. Hmm, and they won. Those still the LA Dodgers? No, they were the were they LA? Yeah. No, were they? Sonny Koufax uh, played for the LA Dodgers. Ah, see, I thought it was. I thought they were still Brooklyn at the time. Vin Scully. Uh, ah, that's right. Vin, Vin, Vin. He was Vin Scully. Watched the Brooklyn Dodgers. Yeah, in Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah. Okay, my and then he moved with them oh. to LA. Be nice to see if they were the Brooklyn Dodgers still. Be interesting. It would be, it would be interesting. There'd be three. There would be two and a half teams in New York then. <laughs> yeah, I think two half, and a quarter teams. I was going to say. I think half's a quarter, little generous to team. what the Mets are. Yeah, the Mets. What a disaster! Disaster. We love ripping on the Mets. Ripping on the Mets is always fun. You know what? I get a little joy at ripping on the Mets. But that's so bad. I feel bad for the Mets. I feel bad for no, certain- not for the Mets. I feel bad for Mets fans. I don't because one, they have to deal with the Yankees in the same city as them, and two, their owners suck. Like the Wilpons yeah. are so, like, there's like a special group of terrible owners. It's like Eugene Melnick, the Wilpons, <laughs> like Dan Snyder. Like there's a spe- like because they're bad owners, and then there's like Jimmy Haslam, the owner of the Browns. There's like a special like the seventh ring of hell oh of sports God. team owners, and they're part of it. Well, you know what's funny? You know that um, City Field and Yankee, the new Yankee Stadium, opened the same year. Oh really? They were both open in the same year. They both also played Shea and Yan- Old Yankee Stadium. Both were the same time. They closed at the same time. Wow! But there's a reason why Yankee, St- Yankee Stadium was around for a lot longer. And just if you ever have a chance, go watch. It's an ESPN 30 for 30. It's a very short one. I love the 30 for 30s. They're awesome. Good oh, job, yeah. ESPN. Uh, it's called the house that Steinbrenner built, and it's talking about the new Yankee Stadium. You know, they didn't make one for the Mets. The house that. Whoever else fucking built it for them? Joke for Who built City Field? Well, what player could you actually attack? David Wright? Yeah, David, David Wright. David Wright. They That's why David. his back's broken because he had to build the stadium by yeah. himself. He pulled pulled each <laughs> stone. That was the only way the Will Pods were gonna pay him his money is if he physically built the stadium for and, them. Well, and Bobby Bonita. Oh. oh. You know who's gonna be the next Bobby Bonilla? Who has the same type of contract? 
but is currently the worst player in all of Major Chris League Davis, history. Baby. Yes, Chris and he's got deferred money like that. It's gonna oh be amazing. God. The trash birds can only get worse. Trash birds forever, baby. But anyways, uh, going back to the NL and AL, to the Wild Wild West, to the Wild Wild West. It is, it is, it is crazy. You know, you have um, Houston and Oakland at the time of this recording on Tuesday, August twenty first. <laughs> gotta be specific because if someone listens on a different day, and you never know, you never know. So. Oakland and Houston currently tied at 75 and 50, both with the same amount of wins, both with the same amount of losses. Seattle, three and a half back at 72 and 54. Wade LeBlanc being their number two Wade pitcher. LeBlanc being starting the, to catch up a little he, bit. He's catching up, you know, slowly, but they're not going to catch. I, I, I really I, can't Seattle's see Seattle's kind of dead. I, I, think, I honestly, like, when they lost to the Jays, when the Jays took over their stadium, which, granted, that, that, that's not something that happens very often. It's very unique to the Jays in Western Canada and being able to do yeah. something like that. But when that happened and it knocked them out of, oh. like that was kind of like that's that was the beginning of the end. It's embarrassing for a fan base. Well, you had guy, I, I the guys carrying them like Mitch Haniger. He slowed down. James Paxton's been hurt, and Wade LeBlanc is you know he's <laughs> Wade LeBlanc exactly. There's a reason he's 35 years old, and it's the first time he's been on a more than one year contract, yeah. which they signed him to because he got off to the hot start. Now he's got money guaranteed next year. So he's not lucky, dude. Well, it's like you know once you once you get your money, it's over, pretty much. Very rare do you ever see guys like continue to. Well, when I say get his money, I mean like he went from making like major league minimum to I think the the Mariners guaranteed him like one point five million bucks. Okay, that's what but I mean. he's not making. It's not like he made his money. Okay, he made it's a, like he, he made a, at thirty four years old finally got a more than day to day kind of deal. So he made as much as probably the homeless people do in Toronto on a day to day basis here. Yeah, probably. So, anyways, he, uh, he could not buy a home in Toronto. Let's put it that way. Buy a condo, maybe. By condo, maybe if he gets for the base but he could, built, but he couldn't afford the maintenance fees. <laughs> no, the maintenance fees. He's got to rent it out. But let's get back to baseball. <laughs> anyway, back to baseball. <laughs> uh, you have that. You have those divisions. Basically, you know, you have Arizona, Colorado, and LA. That's gonna be, going see, that, at it. That's, even, that's close. Like you're starting to see Seattle tail off. Yeah, Houston's about to get healthy. They've just got George Springer back. Altuve got his first AAA hit because he skipped AAA on his way to the <laughs> bigs. If you if you don't know what I'm talking about, there's a picture on his Instagram where he he saved the ball in his rehab start at AAA, and the trainer actually wrote Jose Altuve's first AAA hit on it because, like I said, when he was getting to the big leagues, he skipped AAA, went straight from AA to the show. So in a rehab game, it was his first AAA hit. But he's coming back. Carlos Correa is coming back. Mm-hmm. And like I said, George Springer's already back. Those are their three best position players. Yeah. And even Garrett Cole, Justin Verlander, they've been great. Those are their three best players. And the leaders of their team. It's also your shortstop, your second baseman, and your center fielder. Those are pretty kind of important, pretty positions. important positions. A little bit. You know, you, know, you build up the middle. Yeah, and be, and they've lost almost all of their middle. Be strong down the middle, and you know you'll win games. Yeah. And so those guys are coming back. They're set up for a run. The A's are just on this ungodly. No yeah. one can beat. The, like there, it's it's how long can that continue with the Astros coming back? Because I think Seattle's. I think they've jumped the shark here. We've seen everyone playing above their ability level. Yeah. Essentially, there's a couple guys that'll be able to get back. Mitch Haniger, I think, is a very good player. I think he's going through a bit of a slump. He'll be fine. Robbie Cano's back from his suspension for being on the juice. Yeah. But it, it won't be much use coming to Nelson playoffs, Cruz, you, you got about three guys. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Two of them are quite old, and one of them's coming off a suspension. It, they, they, they didn't really have the pieces to be in this situation to begin with. No. And in 160, you can't fake 160. That's the beauty about baseball. You can't fake 160. You'll get caught. You eventually get caught. Sooner or later, you get caught. You run out of runway. Yeah. 
Okay. And runway, personally, I think, are starting to run out on. Look, Oakland's hasn't had to go through any. I wouldn't say lulls, but like they suck to start the year. They suck to start, and then but, they started getting better, and now they're just they've yeah. completely taken off. They've hit their stride, and I was telling you this off uh, off air. They remind me. I'm not saying they're gonna win the World Series. They're not, but they remind me. I'll of tell the, you, they're not. They remind to. me of those Kansas City Royals teams. <laughs> that they, like when you start looking at the roster and you start looking at what's ha- like. This shouldn't be possible. I mean, you, what, you're not a fan of Jed Lowry? Not a fan no, no, but like Jed Lowry's like, he, he was hitting 320 for most of the year. He hit 300 last year. You have Matt Chapman, who's he's pretty good offensively, who's might be the best defender in baseball. Dylan Olsen, you know, he hit all those home runs last year. He's oh, good best, defensively at first base. He has some power, but he's not best amazing. Def- best defender in baseball is Nolan Arenado. No, no, if you look at, I think. No, no. I think Nolan Arenado is the best third baseman in baseball. Oh, you're talking about like if you look at his his advanced metrics this season. No, no, not over. No, no, no. no. I'm like, I'm like, no, no, no. Right now, this this season, if you oh, just take, no, no, no. If you exactly, no, no. Let's 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 not be crazy here. Nolan Arenado is the actually funny thing is, Nolan Arenado and Matt Chapman went to the same high school, and Matt Chapman was a shortstop who was two years younger than Nolan Arenado. <laughs> Of course. How ridiculous is that? <laughs> How that high school team didn't win every like <laughs> that's insane. Maybe Chapman wasn't fully developed yet. Clearly not. But <laughs> no, well, here's the thing. You know, eventually teams do come down. Like Oakland's playing at this ridiculous clip. Yeah. Where they seem to win every it's sort of you know what it's sort of like. I'm not not saying it's like it. It's sort of like Boston. Okay, where Boston's winning look, hang on. No, I'm, let me hang on. Hold on. That's why I said the Royals, because it doesn't on. make sense to No, 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 me. hang on. I'm not saying at the pace that the Red Sox are doing, because it seems like every night that the Red Sox play, they score five runs a game. Yeah, because that offense is stupid. Okay. But eventually it has to come down. That's that's always my thing. Is like you have to, at some point, there has to be a big down. Like a struggle, like where, you know. The, the Red Sox, no. For the A's, though, I agree with you. I see. The A's. I and see a shoe dropping. Look, I just don't know when it's going to drop because the Royals went on this run for two years, basically. Yeah. Well, and, they, and it wasn't like they were the best team in baseball either. They made the playoffs. See, they were a wild card team yeah. both times. See, like every team's <sighs> going to have every team is going to have weaknesses, and every team in baseball has weaknesses. Okay, it's it's not a perfect game. You're not the 1927 Yankees. Sorry. You, sorry, Chris Sale, who thinks this is the greatest team to ever do it. His current Red Sox assembly. Okay. Talk to me when you're the 27 Yankees. Talk to me when you're the 98 Yankees. Talk if the, to if me. the Boston Red Sox win between 110 and that like Seattle Mariners 114 yeah. record, and then win a World Series, yes, you have a very legitimate shot at yeah. being the best team ever. You just kind of need to win the most important part. It's like the it's like the Patriots. They went undefeated and until got- the Super Bowl. So they're eighteen and they're not nineteen and zero. They're eighteen. They're eighteen and, and one. I loved it. And that's not. It's not the greatest season. It can't be. It'll never be the greatest. It's season. not. Someone be like, oh, it's the greatest regular. Now, granted, season. I'm not also saying that seventy two Dolphins team is the best. Like that, the eighty five Bears might be the best team ever. Seventy five Steelers. That had the, like their team was just ridiculous. Oh, they had Lynn Swan. They, they had Lynn had Swan, John Stallworth, Franco Harris. The like the greatest defense ever they actually, assembled. Yeah, in pro they actually football. had an offense, and they threw the ball when you didn't mm, used yeah. to throw the ball. They That's were no, you know when that rule. That's so it came into play. The reason they started to throw the ball more was because of the Mel Blunt rule, 
where before, like Mel Blount used to just beat the shit out of fucking oh, receivers. Okay, yeah, and then yeah, it was yeah, like, yeah. okay, you you have to give him like basically after this many yards, and then that's like yeah. they're no touchable. Sorry, I was thinking I was thinking Night Train Lane, who that's oh. the reason they created the face mask. The face mask because he tackled people by the face yeah, mask. Yeah, freaking. But yes, the Mel Blunt rule. The Mel Blunt they rule. gave receivers that's, a little. That's no, nah, I'm not being, I'm not being biased or anything. That's just my opinion. The 72 Dolphins. The 72 the Dolphins I are said, fluke. The team. reason I say the 85 Bears is because yeah. they lost one game and, and like they they destroyed every team. It seemed like they got kind of cocky. Dan Marino beat them, and then they went ahead and crushed every other team they played all the way to the Super Bowl. You know what I mean? They just just obliterated teams. Somebody was telling me like the the. I don't know if it was the quarterbacks they played that year or something. I can't remember. No, sorry. It's that's the 2000. Oh, the Baltimore Ravens. The Baltimore Ravens who played like one starting legit starting quarterback. So, I, I don't know if the like the Bears that that Bears team is 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 great. It's one of the greatest. Defense was solid like very rare did they well, they gave up 28-7, 24-10, 19-10. You know what I mean? Seven, like they, nine, they, ten, three, zero, zero, they, they obliterated teams, got beat one time, and then stepped on everyone's throat for the yeah, rest of the season. Yeah, that's because see, teams started to, um, well, at least at least with the Dolphins, like that was a big thing, right? Because the Dolphins are probably the last legitimate shot. Like the teams that played, they played Tampa Bay, and New that would have been Tampa Bay, like when they were an expansion team and lost every okay, game. Okay, New England, who weren't good, Minnesota. They were probably done at that point. Washington. I don't know if Frank Tarkenton was still there. I think Washington was probably just in the Washington might have been good. Might have been good. They had the, I believe they had the Hogs at that point. The Bucks again. Okay, so there's yeah. The 49ers in eighty five. They would have had I think that's that's is eighty five the beginning of Joe Montana? Is eighty five and Bill Walsh? It seems like it. I'm I think they to... came together in eighty four and I think they started winning in eighty six or eighty seven. Because no, then, then no, it was taken oh, over yeah. immediately by the Cowboys. Yeah, Montana was there, yeah. They had a good team. Like This was, I think, the start of it, though, because they had all those players. Well, they were 10-6, and six, so I think this was the – they were in that early stage of it. San Fran, where else was I? Played Green Bay. No. Oh. Wasn't any good. Minnesota, again, clearly not good. Green Bay, again. Detroit, forever rebuilding. Dallas, <clears throat> in the 80s, weren't very good. No, uh, that's how they got to the '90s. Is because they sucked. Yeah, the Falcons, <laughs> your Falcons in the '80s, not good. Okay, the, <laughs> not the Dolphins good. was the game they lost. Indy, not Jer- for Jerry good. Glanville in the was it the late '80s, early '90s when they made a Super Bowl and lost. Yeah, that was the only time the Falcons were actually good, and they yeah. weren't even Jamal Anderson. Oh man, glory! Indy, New York, and Detroit. So they played a bunch of nobodies. But anyways, going back to baseball. Sorry, yes. sorry for that little bit of you know. <laughs> crazy. But going we'll get to football. Trust me. Going into like. You have to figure that there's going to be a lull with the Red Sox, okay? And if the, look, I'm I think gonna, the Red Sox look, have already kind of hit their lull because they lost a couple here, of games. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be perfectly honest with you. If you subtract Chris Sale from this from that pitching staff, is there anybody that you really trust going into? Let's because hypothetically speaking, they're probably gonna play Cleveland in the first round of the playoffs and the they're ALDS. Probably going Rick Porcello. Porcello. They'll probably go Price because he's getting paid. And then what, Rodriguez? Yeah, coming off injury. Yeah, so like because I can't see Brian Johnson. St- you know what I mean? Like some okay. of the guys that, that have been okay, they haven't been bad. And the Red Sox score so many runs yeah. and it's fine. And I think that Terry Francona might have a plan for the Red Sox. Yeah, you, there's there's only so much planning you can do for Mookie Betts and and JD Martinez. And warms they get cold. 
This is the other thing. Like guys get cold, and here's a, another thing: is injuries. You don't know. Betts has been nicked up this year. You know, guys He's had get, a couple of DL stints. Guys get hurt. Look at the Yankees. Gary Sanchez is done till September. Didi just went on. Didi the DL. just went on the DL with a bruised heel. Aaron Judge, Judge is still chip still, still working back from thing. Glaber was hurt. Stanton for some reason is playing DH and not right field. They got Neil Walker in right field, so yeah. you gotta think. I guess they're trying. He, can, he can't be healthy if he's DHing and Neil Walker is playing yeah. in right field. Well, this uh, he what can't I don't, be like he's on a tear. Don't get me wrong; like he's hitting. There's got to be something wrong with his lower body that he can't be running around like well, that. That's probably why. It's yeah. just like you know well, what I mean. Like it doesn't make Aaron any sense. Doesn't, to want, me. doesn't want to wait. And look, I would love to see a guy like Clint Frazier come up. He's got a concussion still. He's still dealing with when issues. he comes like when he comes back or to make a play on maybe on a, like a Chris Granderson. Oh, Granderson! I think we talked about this already. Yeah. Granderson's perfect because he's been a Yankee. You have he's still got enough pop, and yeah. then you add the short porch, and he's a guy that doesn't need any playing time, and he's not going to mess up the room. No. And then when everyone comes back, he's if he it. makes your playoff roster, he's a pinch hitter. Yeah. And if not, he'll sit there and if not, a, he'll be a, he'll be a cheerleader, a great rah rah guy. Like, yeah. hey, when the Blue Jays made the playoffs. And do you know what? I would have loved to see Mark Burley. I love Mark Burley. Respect Mark Burley. He was not pitching well by the end of the season, and he did not make the yeah. roster. So, But he was still there on the sidelines getting everyone hyped up, yeah. probably drinking a couple of beers because yeah. Mark Burley, he so, knows he's not pitching. So injuries can happen. Um, things things in the playoffs happen. Things are very weird in the playoffs. Like Boston had— See, the playoffs like in baseball, because it's 162, like— that's really who the best team is, and then the playoffs is a fun little tournament at the end of the season. Because like, think about it, playoff baseball isn't even really baseball. Yeah. Your starter goes what four innings? Like nowadays, four or five innings. Four or five maybe. innings. Then you have maybe a, a a starter that's not the best starter, but he's he's in the mid nineties. Now he's in the like Lance McCullers. Yeah, mid nineties. Now he's in the upper nineties. Yeah, and he's only got one real second pitch, and mm-hmm. that curveball is filth. Yeah, but when you have fastball curveball in your starting pitch, you can get tagged. When you're coming out like, of the pen, do you, you remember last year he threw what was it? He had the was it was it against no, it was against the Indians. Yeah. Um he had the one relief appearance where he threw I want to say it was 50. It was a stupid amount of curveballs in a row. Andrew's looking it up. It was he just kept chucking curveballs because no one can hit them, and he just kept throwing it. And when you have those guys go into the pen, like it's not, it's it. Like I said, it's weird because it's not really baseball because you don't have starters starting. You have relievers coming out of nowhere. You have well, hell, you have Andrew Miller pitching an inning and a third, two and a third innings, and then he's doing it every other day. That Andrew Miller, and you can't do that during a regular season. But you know what? You almost, (laughs) it's almost like you don't need to be the most talent. Like you don't need to be the deepest. You having depth helps. But if you can have a couple of guys that you can really lean on, yeah. you can get past mm-hmm. having like you can get past the deep team. See, now you need a lot of things see, to go right, but it's possible. When I look at the Red Sox, I see an outstanding offense. Okay, them and the Yankees have them. The Yankees and Houston have the best offenses in all of baseball. Yeah. Oh, when, Red when, Sox. Yeah. yeah. When, when, all when, healthy, when all those three teams all, are healthy, it's it's amazing. Just you now, you write the lineup out. Yeah. <laughs> now where I will. I tip my cap to Houston. Is their pitching staff is is unbelievable because it's it's Verlander, it's McCullers, it's Cole. Those are your Charlie three. Morton's Charlie been... Morton, and Lance McCullers at the back, and when he comes in the playoffs, he becomes the, the relief guy. Well, that's, and Dallas Keuchel, we forgot mm-hmm. Dallas. Think about that for Dallas a second. Keuchel. We just forgot no, I Dallas Keuchel. Keuchel. Oh, no, I imagine Keuchel. Oh, I, I said Verlander, Keuchel. Oh, Cole. Cole. 
McCullers, uh, McCullers Morton. Morton. And then you take Morton and McCullers out of that rotation. And you just roll those three. And you then can you roll can those split three. Up, and if you really want to screw with a team, mm-hmm. you can go power with JV or Cole. Mm-hmm. Then you can go the left. So not That's only is he gonna do. coming from the left side, but then he's also slowing it down because yeah. he doesn't throw as hard. Yeah. And then you come back with the speed. And then if you want to drop a fourth guy, McCullers or Morton. Yeah. The way, like, Morton won that the game seven. He won it in relief. But watching what Lance McCullers did in relief, mm-hmm. I'd probably start Charlie Morton if I needed, like, in a seven-game series, yeah. I needed a, a fourth starter and have McCullers in the, band as, uh, in the pen as my right-handed Andrew yeah. Miller. Exactly. Coming out two innings, mow people down. Because you know what? That bullpen has got some issues. Brad Peacock can be okay. He's yeah. another former starter who can go kind of long. They call him McHugh. Call him McHugh's Colin McHugh, another year. former starter. Yeah. You have see with McHugh, Peacock, and McCullers, mm-hmm. you have guys that can bridge the gap. Osun is going to be the guy in the playoffs. He has to be. I can't see. There's why no he reason they go get him, and he's not going to be their closer when it no. really matters. Exactly. So essentially, what you're doing is now you have three elite starters. Mm-hmm. Then you have three former starters who are better in the bullpen. Yeah. And then you're just bridging. You have so many guys to bridge mm-hmm. the gap, and you play every other day. Mm-hmm. See, I think that the way it's the way it's shaping out to be, at least, I believe that we're going to see a Yankees Oakland series. Not series. Excuse me. Sorry, Oakland uh, Yankees wild card game, which will be in New York. You uh, hope. Nah, I think it'll be in New York. The Yankees have the second. Now, more, more likely than not, more the Yankees than, will be the home okay. team in the wild card. But there is legitimately a chance because they're two. And, they're only two and a half games up. I just look at the Yankee schedule and I continue to say, this Yankees team has been doing this without Aaron Judge, without yeah, Gary Sanchez. You know, Glaber hasn't been at his best yet. So... Oh, he has been. He's just come. Well, down. no, no, no. I mean, at his best since coming back from injury. Oh, okay. He hasn't been the player that he was, and that's just part of it. You know, you come, you lose a little bit of that. You lose a little bit of that fire. You've it, also been there. Pitchers see you. Yeah. So they get the book. Now you have to adjust back. So that's just that's the way it looks. I, the Yankees, like, you know, barring a collapse of Boston proportions, which they've done before, where they've blown. The AL East before we've seen this once or twice, or I, like when the Yankees did it to the Jays and they had a seven and a half yeah. game lead See? in August. It happens. I remember who was it? Was it the was it Tampa Bay or the Yankees that caught them? Oh, it was Tampa Bay with that Longoria home run over that stupid little cutout in Tropicana Field yeah. where it's not a home run in any other stadium, and Longo hooked it around the corner to get them into the playoffs. Ironically, the Yankees were out of the playoffs at that point, and what did they do? Well, they pitched a no namer. To get the, the Yankees basically tanked. I know they, they don't say it. The Yankees tanked that game, so Boston would lose the division. <laughs> they did it on purpose because that's the way. Oh, it is. Yeah, just just per- like he threw a pitch on purpose. Yeah, the, to allow Evan Longoria to hook that thing around the foul no, 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 pole to give him a shot. Like you know, you throw them a cookie. He threw oh, him a cookie. He grooved one. He threw him a cookie, and the cookie went goodbye at the Trop. Beautiful stadium. It's a beautiful stadium. It's a beautiful stadium. It is a joke. It is a joke. You know what's funny? Jeez, is it Roger Center? It's not Roger Center is gonna be number two. Um, well, no, it's not. It's not number two. There's worse stadiums. Sorry, hang on. Oda, like Oda Oda Co. Co. <laughs> like, come on, <laughs> drop. Uh, you know what? Like the Jays, when they eventually get a new stadium, I'm curious to see where they're gonna build this in the city. Because if you don't live in Toronto, there's condos going everywhere. 
Okay. Room. If there is if there is a spot of air, there's going to be a condo there. So uh, over to the NL West. We'll quickly touch on this West. We, we've been talking about the AL a lot, but the NL, it's coming down to uh, the Diamondbacks, the Rockies, and the Dodgers. Not much separating them. A half game between Arizona and Colorado. I call it, this 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 race is the most interesting because the Dodgers are starting to get healthy again. Yeah, and then if like Justin Turner's back, Manny Machado's back to shortstop, Chris Taylor's back in the center field. Yeah, guys are coming back for them. Kershaw's back. Kenta Maeda's healthy. They've moved him to the bullpen. Like and Jans- Walker and- Bueller, Jansen's coming back. They have they have like. They went out and made the biggest trade trade acquisition in getting Manny Machado, but then they have so many of their own guys getting healthy that, that they just they just need to keep it close until they get healthy. Yeah. Because I think that like that back end of September, right, that rush into there when they should be a full team again. Mm-hmm. Again, take, Manny Machado could get hurt tonight. He got hit on the wrist two days ago. Yeah, you know what I mean. He's playing again, but like anything can happen in baseball. But if this keeps trending the way the right way. The white way, Jesus. The white way. If this keeps trending the right way, I, I see them winning that division, and then I see a dog fight well, gonna be a between dog the fight. Rockies and the and Arizona. Well, I have no just, idea. On. That's just one. Hang on. That's just one spot because in the Central you got you got Chicago and Milwaukee, and St. Louis isn't too far behind in the division lead. Uh, you have Philly and Philly and Atlanta battling it out in the East. Like there are like. Washington's done. Well, that's that's the thing. I think the Dodgers, the Dodgers, the Dodgers will, will should pull away, and that's what I mean by I think the Rockies and the Diamondbacks are like if if you don't win that division, you're in that mess now with Milwaukee and Phil. Like there's Milwaukee, so St. many Louis, teams. Like it's tough. Well, like well, Philly and Atlanta. Only one of those teams is coming out of there, right? Yeah. And then the other one's in the wild card now, mm-hmm. and you have all these guys going nuts. Like this is like. If if you don't win your division, you could like I, in the AL. There's going to be a hundred win team that's a road. There's it very well could be a road it'll wild card the, team. It'll probably be the Yankees. with a hundred wins. Yeah, it's probably going to be. There's the a very good chance in the NL. Yeah, there might there might not be a hundred win team that misses out on the playoffs. There's going to be a very, there's going to be a handful of good. very good teams. Yeah. There's going to be teams like if the Brewers missed out, they mortgaged a lot to buy for this year. Yeah. There are teams they that have to, put all their eggs into this basket. You don't know what's going to happen. I think happen. anything other than a DS appearance for at least the Brewers is a failure. 100%. Yeah, with because, with well, going they, all in. Like they, they didn't address their biggest need, which was pitching. They yeah. tried to go do it the creative way. We talked about this. We yeah. had no idea what the hell they were doing, but it was interesting. It was fun. It's not looking too good, no. though. Maybe. It's kind of what happens when you don't have a shortstop, you have two third basemen and a second baseman. Yeah, it's not going to work Okay, out. not working And, out and your two third basemen are big boys. You're, sh- you're sick. They are big boys. Yeah. These are not your prototypical shortstops here, playing, okay? If they were in the AL, they they might be playing DH. They might be like on the Kendrew Morales diet. Um, Maybe not so they're much. Good def- like, not the, so funny much thing, the funny thing about Moustakis and Shaw, like they're good defenders of the balls hit at them. Yeah. Right? Like That's why. At, at the hot corner, at third base... Oh yeah, they're they're they got strong arms, they got good reaction time. They might not be the fastest guys, but they can get to what's hit around them. Yeah, the issue is when you you know Trevor Shaw has now got to play second base. You take Scope, you're going to make him a shortstop. And by the way, Scope was at second base. He's had when JJ Hardy was a Gold Glover mm-hmm. on the left, and then Chris Davis was a Gold Glover at first, and then he's got. 
Hardy, and you got Manny Machado at third. Like, it's he's had a lot of help. Like, yeah. he, he looks like a really good second baseman, but he's also had guys that could really help that range for a dude as big as he is. And you put him on the Brewers, and you're trying to make him like the shortstop, and you got He's issues. Trying to almost put a triangle peg in a square hole. It sounds like a, a, uh, uh, a t- another team near and dear to your heart, and the way they like to take centermen and make them wingers, or sorry, wingers and make them centermen for some reason. I have no idea. Like John and Drewen and, and Max Domi. Max Domi's not playing center. Okay, it's not happening. Right. We'll Did get you into. Do you not the, remember Mark Bergevin's press we'll, conference? We're going to get into. Do you not remember when Mark September strolls around. Okay, just battle. wait, just wait, just okay, wait. You wait, just wait. All right, there might be a few rants on these. I've, seen, I've seen some darkness in these leaf days. Now, I, now I see the light. All right, now it's your turn. Now you get to deal with this hell of watching this. You guys had Sutton Dean at least to play center for you. You know who I had? Zach Koivu. Hey, don't give me these fucking dark days bullshit. All right, because you guys look. It's not my fault that it's been fifty years of futility for the Toronto Maple Leafs after the expansion. Just, just wait though. Yeah. Okay. Coming to an end. I don't know when, but at some point in the next five years. Are you going to build it? At some point uh, in the next did, five years. Did you guys buy like a shit ton of clay and are you going to mold the defenseman to be your number one guy? Your number one defenseman. The Pittsburgh Penguins did not have. Sidney Crosby is the greatest Le-Tang. player of all time and Malkin's a top 100 player of all time too. Because the NHL stupid didn't put him there. But you know what I mean. No, no, I know what you mean. He's a hundred percent a top. He is not. He, it's not even let's, a top hundred. Let, like let's pump. Let's let's start breaks. cutting off some of the guys in the forties, and let's say Evgeny Malkin's probably a top fifty player of all time. I gotta look at the list, but he's a top. He's a top one hundred player. I can say that. Oh, he's easy, easy, easy. So gonna, I'd, I'd push it that he's a top okay, fifty. So let's, but I think when you have let's pump the brakes. Let's we'll, let's we'll get the hockey. The we'll get the hockey another time. All right, we'll get the hockey gonna, another time. Anyways, baseball, Wild West, Wild East, craziness. The next month and a quarter, this is a month and a quarter, uh, is going to be interesting. Oh, it's going to be some. Who's going to fall off? Who's going to stay the same? Who might? Who might surprise a team? Who might like? Well, there's always like that's the thing. That's the thing about baseball. No one thought the A's were going to be this team. So there's there's a chance. Hell, when you look at like the Braves and the like, there's some teams in here that have so much talent. Hell, the Nats could win. Nah, the Nats, come on, no. no, no. Think about it. The Rockies went twenty and one and made the playoffs. Yeah, baseball is a fantastic thing because you have no idea. Poor Max Scherzer. You have no idea. There's so it's possible. I don't the, think it's the, likely. The Cy Young winner from the NL this year is going to be a very be a, be a player on a non-playoff team. Yeah, is Jacob Degrom or Max and if you Max Scherzer? That's what it is. And it's a toss-up. But anyways, uh, we're going to. I just give it to Nate Jacob Degrom. We've talked about this. I give it to Jacob Degrom because I feel so bad. Feel so bad. Switching gears here over to the NFL. Uh, the Oakland Raiders. Where's my dramatic music, Artabello? You're, you're sitting at the, the keyboard. Yeah, but you're supposed to see. Dun, 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 Come on. Dun, dun, All right. Dun, 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 <laughs> see, I did it last week. I know. Yeah, I was, I know. <laughs> the John Fishenda. <laughs> the John. Anyways. And the frozen tundra of Lambeau Field. I don't Oakland, know where that voice came from. But. The Oakland Raiders. Okay. I'm going to touch on these guys for a minute. Chucky the, back at the hell. Okay. John Gruden has yet to talk to the best player on his team, which is Cleo Mack, the best player on his team. Yeah. Has yet to talk to him. Now, apparently, Reggie McKenzie and Cleo Mack's agent have spoken about a contract. I would hope so, considering Reggie McKenzie is the Raiders GM. Yeah. <laughs> but how John Gruden has not reached out to his best player to have a conversation with him. Because John Gruden still coaches like it's the 90s. Yeah. And we will see John. Like I've said, 
it's going to be two ways for John Gruden this year. He might he might surprise a bunch of guys. He's either a generational football mind, and yeah. even though he's been out of the game, he's adjusted his offense, and it's it's going to be fine. Spider two wide banana. Oh god, if that's not the first play, I swear. <laughs> I don't know if we said this on the podcast yet, yeah. but if you yeah, if you listen to John Gruden and any of those like he loves spider two wide banana. That's his favorite play. It's a play to the fullback. Do you wonder if he keeps actual spiders alive and he lets them out of the window, like in his house? <laughs> <laughs> and he says, "I need you. I need. I need guy. Because if you if you get oh, become extinct, man. what am I going to do? Spider two Y banana. Yeah, <laughs> bananas are going to be around forever. But anyways, um, has yet to reach out to uh, you know any like Cleo Max anybody to talk to him. Say hey, we want you. We like you. Please come to you're, camp. You're a great player. Like the, the Rams are are signing other guys to extensions, but at least like they're, they're constantly talking to Aaron Donald yeah. and trying to make it work. Yeah. They, Granted, I think what they're doing is stupid, signing all these guys they're trading for yeah. and letting the guy that they already have just kind of yeah. wither out there in the Franchise player. Yeah. Their franchise player. A defensive but, player of the year last year, and yeah. he missed the first game because he was holding out. Yeah. Like it, I think it's going to happen again. Probably. I think he'll hold out again. Probably. But anyways, um, the Raiders are basically looking to move Khalil Mack from what reports have come out. And there are several teams that both me and Steven have looked at. Um, one team, I would say, potential favorite for what the Raiders are asking for. They're asking for a couple first-rounders, you know, a bunch of other picks and blah, blah, blah. Well, there's a team that plays in Wisconsin that thanks to Sean Payton and his Yellow draft. I don't give a shit because I probably won't be here in two years when Drew Brees retires. Uh, has two first round picks. Yep, and and they're also in a win now mode with their quarterback who needs a new deal. Yes, and also if you needed to sign your quarterback and your most offensive defensive player, it would help if you were the Green Bay Packers that hmm. don't sign free agents. Yes, have lots of money to yes. do these things. Yeah, so you would want a guy like Khalil Mack. On your team. Who would also extend Clay Matthews' career because mm-hmm. he would play opposite of him and not get double teamed all the time. And Khalil would go to a team that plays a style where he gets to stand up and not be a Like line- he should be a 3-4 linebacker. Yes. That's oh, and a- who drafted a pretty good-looking young corner last year in uh, Kevin King and another good-looking young corner in Jair. I think it's Jair. Jair. It is Jair Alexander. Jair Alexander. So... You know how to make it easier for young corners? You have a great pass rush. Exactly. Oh, and Mike Daniels is there. Mike Daniels. And there's another guy I'm blanking on. They have another guy. I think it's Kenny Clark. Mm-hmm. Like, if you have, especially if you go to a 3 4, Mike Daniels and Kenny Clark are big boys. Yeah. We're talking 300, close to 330, 340 pound ends that you're going to be able to just. Remember Tony Saragusa? Just. <laughs> You you remember those days of those Tony those, those Ravens? We were talking about the two thousand Ravens yeah. and Tony and, Saragusa, Cam Casey Hampton, the big they, snap. They're so big yeah. that they just don't, there was another guy. There was three of them. I they, think it was Trevor Price. They occupy like they're like they land. occupy all five linemen. Okay. The three of they them they have their own gravitational so, pull. Ray Lewis and Terrell Suggs <laughs> yeah, they and run free. Uh, who's the other? Michael Bolware. That's yeah. who they had when they Ball. were good. Oh, those guys just destroyed people because they were running free. Jeez. Yeah, those and the Packers have the chance to do that, and and the Packers are a very p- good team to to potentially that happen to. And look, if you got a player of Khalil Mack's ability to be on the defense, to go along with Aaron Rodgers, who is a bad man, uh, he is a bad man. And if you have those guys combined, that is a dangerous, dangerous. 
dangerous. Not to mention, you know, you cut Jordy Nelson, yeah. who's Aaron's best friend. Uh, you got Jimmy Graham. Yes. But if you bring in Jimmy Graham mm-hmm. and then you you pay you show that you're willing to pay yeah. to to pay in draft capital and in whatever contract you sign him to, that's probably gonna make Aaron a little bit a little bit happier. You know, just right now bit, he's he's not happy bit. Jordy's gone. He's not happy that these rookie wide receivers don't seem to want to try in camp because they're stupid. Yeah. Apparently. You try. You like give you it. should all honestly what I heard him come out like that and when he came out the second time it was like people shouldn't take it that like take it personally, like it's professional. At that point, Mike McCarthy should have cut all yeah. of them. Like you keep Randall Cobb, you keep Jimmy Graham, you keep Devontae. Whoever didn't talk shit stays. Yeah. Anyone who is bitching at Aaron Rodgers when you're a rookie receiver who is an undrafted free agent or a late round pick because they didn't draft any receivers early. Stupid. Get the fuck out of here. Who are you? Never question Aaron Rodgers. Like, but another team, a dark horse. Now I don't know if they have the draft capital. They're kind of rebuilding, but they have their quarterback place we're gonna visit this week actually we'll uh, see vladdy uh, jr it's a place known for chicken wings chicken wings and khalil mack also used I to go to school s- do you know i could smell him oh, i could smell him right I'm now excited. i've never so, been to anger bar so, so excited good. It's so good i'm so excited to see vladdy i get to see vladdy for the first time and go to anger bars great chicken wings. but khalil mack used to go to the university of buffalo bulls to this day when the raiders last year went up to new era field there were people in the stands with Khalil Mack jerseys. This is Bill's Mafia people, and they had Khalil Mack jerseys. Because they love Khalil. I think Khalil Mack could end up in Buffalo. He- now, this is this is a very... I'm not saying... The Packers, I would say, are the odds-on favorite. They have draft capital. They're, they're in a win now. Like, the way the team is set yeah. up, it just makes way too much sense. But so- because... Like, think about this. McDermott's a defensive guy. They think they've got their quarterback. Mm-hmm. You just made the playoffs... And you have a chance. What's the only way to beat Tom Brady? I'm not saying the Bills are going to do this on a consistent basis, but what's the only way to do it? You got to put him on his ass and every did, chance. And did not do. their rookie tackle? They lost Sebastian Vollmer, mm-hmm. and now or no Nate Soldier. Nate Soldier. Nate Soldier. They and got they, rid of Sebastian Vollmer, um, and they also lost a rookie tackle. They drafted the Isaiah Win out for the season. You got to make Brady. Lou Mack comes in. Tom Brady. Got some issues. Yeah, and again, and they have and they have lots of cap space. They have seventy million in cap because they have sixty eight million or there's something stupid in cap penalties yeah. this year, and, and it's the, all gone. And that's and they can sign them to that mega deal. Yeah, and, they, and they'll be like, "Yo, you know, and you have Tre'Davious White, and yeah. you have those safeties and Jordan they, Poyer they and Mike really Hyde. Second, very good second. Exactly. They have Mike. I, how they got him from the Packers? How the Packers do uh, like a hide? But, Ted Thompson. There's a reason Ted Thompson does not have a job. Yeah, Let's just that, put it that it, way. It, it makes me. It's mind boggling because when I saw that, I'm like, "What are the Packers doing?" I'm like, you "Yeah, guys realize like he plays safety, he plays corner, he he's everything. valuable, he's very valuable." And then the contract that Bill signed him to, it's yeah. like, that's a deal. Steal for a, a deal, starting it's a safety. Steal. Like it's below market value yeah. for a starting safety, let alone one of the like last year statistically one of the best okay. in the league. And the moment Khalil Mack would step on. Into the Buffalo Bills locker room, he's the best player on that team. Oh, never yeah. mind the defense; he's the best player on that yeah. team. Yeah, Sean McCoy's a thirty-year-old running back. Okay, and can I tell you something, Buffalo? If you, if you really, really want, not that you really, you want him. Not that you oh, really want you, him. Yeah, you like you. You would do anything. You would sell your soul. You would do like you would do anything 
If it's possible, you'll Buffalo. let him be part owner of the team. Bra- I think it's Brandon Bean. I know the GM's last name is Bean. Yeah. If you're listening to the Last Word podcast, I don't know what the fuck you're doing. If you're not trying to get Khalil Mack, I'm sure he has. I'm sure. I'm he pretty has sure he has them on speed dial, and he calls Reggie McKenzie like on twenty basis. times a day. Hey. Just once an hour. Hey, Reggie. Okay, we told you we're not trading him. Click. Okay. One hour later. Reggie, hey! <laughs> if he's not he starts sending the edible arrangements. Yeah. <laughs> hey, did you get that? I just sent you something. I, I just bought some the edible arrangements. I go, do, are you allergic to anything? Like, do you like chocolate dipped strawberries? Like, what do you, what do you, what do you like? What do you, what do you having? That'd be amazing. You know, the, but nobody on the Bills roster had four or more sacks last year. No. Okay, and this would be a huge. Jack Lawson, a first round pick, who they took to pressure the quarterback, yeah. is not looking like that's going to be no. his thing. Yeah. So. You you get a guy like him. Hey, you know and what? The secondary already looked good, and now yeah. you're going to add that. It's, and you know what? You know, you know what also helps a young quarterback, a good defense that when he makes a mistake can go get him the ball yeah, back. Go get go get me the ball back, please, and can erase some of his mistakes. Yeah, because again, I think AJ McCarron probably now he's got a messed up shoulder. Mm-hmm. You're not going to see Nathan J. Peterman. <laughs> it's probably going to be <laughs> well. No, it's not a shoulder. It's collarbone for McCarron. Yeah, his collarbone's done. He's. He, Let's be honest here. Well, he avoided he avoided like the the Tony Romo like the serious thing. Yeah, he's got a hairline. He's got a fracture in there, and he's not going to be able to start week one. No, and let's be honest. If Josh Allen goes in week one and he has a good game, not even a good game, have a you solid can't game. bench him at that point because you where you drafted him. Yeah, you have to. You have like to. if he starts the season when thing gets healthy. You can't do the switch. That's why it would have been so much better to let McCarron feed him to the wolves if you have to. Yeah, let McCarron die. Right. It's sort of like what happened with Trubisky. Glennon, yeah, Glennon exactly. started You first. got him and you put him out there and let him take a beating. Yeah. And then what happens? Okay, we can go to Trubis now because, well, it doesn't really matter. Just like no, just, Glennon wasn't going to be the answer. Glennon wasn't the answer. And the contract they had for the Bears was kind of set up to be that way. And they had all the cash space in the yeah. world, so it didn't matter. Yeah, but um, if the Bills went and got Khalil Mack, that'd be unbelievable. Bills Mafia would go freaking that shit crazy. Oh, I want to see. I want to yeah. see the like the the celebration. There is of, no. T- there wouldn't be a table left no. in Buffalo. No, <laughs> not in the greater. Not there in the, would be a call in to the greater like, New York. There would be a call to Rubbermaid and say, "Hey, can I get like 120 million tables, please? For what? Don't worry about it. just plastic tables, please. They don't have to be big. You know, maybe six feet long. You know, a couple of inches high. What are you using recreational use, sir? Okay, consider it done." Hundred million, whatever tables, but one more team before we uh, switch gears here is the Indianapolis Colts. A little dark, very, very dark mm. horse because because they have nothing else on defense. Like Buffalo, they have they have a lot of cap space, sixty million. Andrew Luck has been paid. Your most important player has been paid, and you have well, they have um, Malik Hooker, who. That in knee injury, we'll yeah. see what he's like this year. He looked like yeah. he was, he looked like he was something. And, and if you he, got a play, like if if they went and got a player like much like for Andrew Luck, having a player like Khalil Mack on the other side, like Aaron Rodgers has would have potentially have, it'd be unbelievable. A guy who can go get you the ball on a oh, night in night out basis <laughs> on defense who can go get you the ball. And they need and and with all the cap space and they do only have one first round pick. But the thing with the Colts' first-round pick is, like, you're going to take a guess. Let's be honest here. Who do you see finishing higher? Do you see the Colts or do you see the Green Bay Packers? And personally, I think the Packers are going to Oh, move. yeah. The Packers, that, that pick, if you were to trade, you know, both picks could be in the 20s. Well, yeah, the Saints I don't think are going to be, unless Drew Brees gets hurt. Yeah. So and, I, and that's, like, you know what I mean? If Andrew Luck if Andrew Luck hurts his shoulder, mm-hmm. and then the first position, like, 
that's the thing. Taking all extenuating circumstances out of it, mm-hmm. yeah, the Colts probably going to have a higher Col- pick. Yeah, so you you go with that, but but you get two. Yeah, it's like two lottery tickets as opposed. You know what I mean? It's like mm-hmm. it's like do you want do you want like I got a a one in ten shot. Yeah, or well, a two in ten shot. Yeah, well, you might have a not a two, but you would probably have a you have a one in ten shot with the Colts pick, but with the other one, you probably have a two and eighteen more. Yeah. Because it's two picks, it could be in the twenties. They're a little later, but you're getting a couple yeah. of shots at it's it. It's always it's always interesting. But personally, my favorite because of Sean Payton and his "fuck it, I don't care" sort of draft to draft a outside linebacker out of the University of Texas at San Antonio. Mm. What a what a what a way what a what a, what a, what a absolute steal. I'm <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm screwing with you guys. But it's just what are we doing here? What like, what are you doing, Sean Payton? You probably could have waited. He's, no, he's trying to. Like, no, what he's trying to do is load up. Yeah. and win. Like you said, while Drew Brees is still <laughs> able to throw a football, You're he's gonna, just putting all his eggs in that so, basket. Good luck. You can't really blame him. But if it's Aaron Rodgers' world and we are just living in it, I can see the Packers being the team. Anyways, speaking of Aaron Rodgers and quarterbacks and all that fun jazz, uh, we are previewing. Bit of fantasy, giving you some fantasy advice, maybe sleepers, maybe guys you should draft at a certain point in the draft, guys you shouldn't draft at a certain point in the draft. Yeah. Like, like don't draft Marcus Mariota. No, don't draft okay, Mariota. Don't and draft. I love how people are telling, like, he's got all these weapons. He's going to be such a good oh, year I heard for about him. That. They're like, oh, yeah, I really, the people telling, like, I really love Marcus Mariota. I'm yeah, like, is it Derek Henry and Dion Lewis and, uh, oh, who's the, the ancient tight end? Delaney Walker. Delaney Walker, baby. Uh, the second year of Corey Davis. Yeah, Corey Davis. Okay. Anyways. Uh, yeah. According to yeah. the NFL Network, well, not the NFL, NFL Fantasy. NFL.com, the number one rated quarterback in this upcoming season, projection-wise. It's not Aaron Rodgers. Oh, God, this is dumb. It's not Tom Brady. It's not Russell Wilson. It's not Drew Brees. It's not Cam Newton. It's not Jared Goff. It's not Kirk Cousins. It's Deshaun Watson, who played a total of five (laughs) games last year. Yeah. Yeah. Like... And it, like didn't I, even start, played five games. He last played time. five games. What are you guys do? Look, I get it. I see the potential. Oh, the potential. I see the, the potential, but you're you're telling me over Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady or even Russell. Russell might have to. What run are you doing? Life. Like, like are they basing it on the fact that he's going to have DeAndre to throw to? But it's like, do you realize Aaron Rodgers is going to have? Jimmy Graham, Devontae Adams, Randall Cobb, and himself. If Aaron Rodgers could, he would throw the ball up in the air and catch it himself. Yes. If he could. He might not Marcus be able Mariota to. did that by accident. Yeah. And that was the that was the closest thing to like granola he got in his plain yogurt. <laughs> I mean, not even a little fruit? No. What about not just, even close? What about just plain like just what about strawberry yogurt? Honestly, because it was such luck, it was like something fell into the yogurt. It wasn't on purpose. <laughs> It was like you knocked over like a jar of some, you know what I mean? A preservative. Yeah, you had, some, you had some some jelly and it <laughs> fell in, and you're like, oh, look at this pleasant surprise. <laughs> Jeez. Well, yeah. Um, Essentially, I think I think we can agree with this in terms of our quarterback rankings. If if you're going to draft a quarterback early, don't don't do first, it first. First, first, don't. don't do it. Don't fall into the trap. The first two quarterbacks off the board in your league in this order. If it does not go, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, whoever the fucks in your league is retarded. Yeah. I'm sorry. Whoever, 
Whoever's in your league is an idiot. Yeah. I, I can I can give you <laughs> edit that. I'll edit that. <laughs> but I can give you, you know, maybe a quarterback not to draft, even though he's ranked pretty high in terms of the pro- projections. And you know, as a Steeler fan, I know this. Okay, Ben Roethlisberger is one of the, he's a top four quarterback, and not fantasy. No, in real life. In real life, this is the difference. There's a okay. reason it's called fantasy football. Yeah, and it's points based. Okay? Exactly. Blake Bortles, <laughs> two years ago. Or three years ago, because of garbage time, was one of like the top. Yeah, he was a top ten fantasy quarterback. Yeah, I think he was actually higher than that. I have this bad feeling he was like top five because of all those garbage time points. But if you're looking at if you're looking at guys like, I I worry about a guy like Russell Wilson as well because Russell Wilson does not have that offensive line there. Jimmy Graham's not there. He's never had the offensive line, but this is the least weapons he's had. He'll be running for his absolute life. Like God bless him. Absolutely, God bless him. But he's gonna need a lot. He's gonna need a lot <clears throat> you know, of help. Drew Brees is always a reliable uh, Drew fantasy Brees, option. I, like my second tier under the like, those two. This is your your Brady, your Rogers. Yeah, Russ is in that tier. Mm-hmm. But I'm, it's I'm Russ kinda at iffy, the like the bottom of right? the tier. Drew Brees is at the top of that tier. Yeah, hundred percent. And then Ben's in that good tier. Yeah, the, the injuries. I, I'm gonna playing, be pr- like, the I'm gonna be Ben big on. time fantasy wise. If you look at his the points on the road. You can't really start Big Ben on the road yeah. in fantasy. You can't really do it. Also, too. I, but what he does at home kind of it puts him into the point where like you can win with him. But he, like, you can't win. Like I'll be perfectly honest. You can't with you. rely on. Don't him. rely on Roethlisberger. If you need to start, if you're in, if you're in a tough spot again, though you shouldn't rely on your quarterback in fantasy football anyways. I do. It works well, out once in a while. Well, well, and Andrew Luck because he used to get thirty points a game. He was good for like he was Andrew Luck used to be two players basically. <laughs> I used to beat teams in quarterbacks because I had Andrew Luck. And Andrew Luck is a guy who's, I'm going to say, uh, you know I'm on the Andrew Luck bandwagon. I love Andrew Luck. He's a guy. I want to see him play he, he, can, he can be a guy. He loved, wanted to get, he loved getting sacked the other night, by the way. Oh, he got killed. He loved it. Though. He was so happy. It was, he was because excited. he got up and he wasn't hurt. Yeah. So Andrew Luck is a guy that can have a bounce back year. Might slip in, in a lot of drafts because of the, the injury issue. Um, my advice and I'm using my advice when I have to draft in a couple weeks, I'm going to draft another quarterback. And a guy you can draft is a guy like Jimmy G, Jimmy Garoppolo, who, by the way, is a fucking legend. I have like a bounce back slash completely unknown, and that's Jimmy G. Yeah, he is the unknown. He's, I, no, no, because it's all bounce back he, candidates, and then Jimmy G because he's the unknown. Here, he's no, the no, great unknown. He, he is the great unknown because he's banging fucking porn stars like it doesn't even. Jimmy matter. Jimmy G doesn't care. He's Jimmy just living his best just life. Uh, outstanding. He got but, paid. But if I can make invite, Jimmy G's a good guy. Cam Newton's always a good option. Same with Philip Rivers. Um, Philip Rivers, though, the problem with Philip Rivers, you I, get half a season at Philip Yeah, Rivers. and that's what he starts me. like a house on fire, and then you need to find a quarterback yeah. that's going to get you into the playoffs. Yeah, he's. It's Kirk it's Cousins, o- especially on this offense. Matt Stafford's consistent yards, touchdowns. He's going to get hurt. He's though. going to have a running game though this you year. So hope. let's hope he has a running game. If he has a running game, he could actually probably play the full sixteen. Yeah, because then he won't get killed. He, get he doesn't have to chuck destroyed. the ball sixty times. Um, now the funny thing is, it might it might take a slow step back in his fantasy production, mm-hmm. but because he's not getting killed, I think he'd be more efficient. So it would almost it might even out yeah. in the long run. Two quarterbacks, I. One quarterback, I, I had him. Uh, he's a, he's he was having an MVP. He should have been the MVP last year. Carson oh, yeah. Wentz. He's I have What's him in a list sk- with Deshaun Watson, Andrew Luck, and Carson Wentz. Yeah, these three guys that if it wasn't for those injuries, 
They're they're <laughs> up in the top of that board. Yeah. They're above, like they're right under Rodgers and Brady. Yeah, if those three, the, if they're healthy, <clears throat> are right, but they're yeah. not, and we don't know what their stat. Yeah. We do, we don't even know if Carson Wentz is going to start the season. No, it could be it could be Jimmy. Hey, sorry, not could be. It could be, be Nick, Nick Foles, Nicholas Foles, Big Dick Nick, Big Dick Nick. Just never never let anything deter you from the fact that the New England Patriots and Tom Brady lost to a backup quarterback. Never forget that. Uh, Warms the cockles of my eyes. <laughs> the cockles. <laughs> and then and then I guess you kind of finish off the big bounce back slash unknown. We said Jimmy G. I'm gonna throw Andy Dalton in here because they've actually upgraded that offensive yeah. line. Which was the problem. And now he might be able to have time to throw the ball to AJ Green. But again, the issue, we talked about this with, we will talk about this with wide receivers. AJ Green's another guy that only gives you half a season. Yeah. But you have Jimmy G, Andy Dalton, Jared Goff, Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan. I put Matt Ryan a little higher. Matt Ryan, to me, is at the top of that list because the second year with Steve Sarkazian and and the weapons. Yeah. Like you took the offense that went to the Super Bowl, you returned it. Yeah. And then last year. Now this year the only difference is you take out Taylor Gabriel and you put in Calvin Ridley. Yeah. Who's a rookie, but I mean, he was supposed to be the first wide receiver off the board in the draft because he's supposed to be that good. Mm-hmm. So you've basically just upgraded the offense. Yeah. If there's one more guy I can put in the great unknown, and it's because of Spider Two Wide Banana. Oh, Derek Carr. Derek Carr. You can put Derek Carr in that great unknown. Oh, he's actually – I forgot to mention him. He's in my uh, my injury bounce back thing. He's yeah. a back injury yeah. last year. He's he's a guy like – he's a guy I'm probably going to look at too with Andrew Luck. Late. Late round pick. You don't have to worry about anything. You draft him, great. And if he, you don't have to start him. But if, say, Andrew Luck gets hurt, say your quarterback gets hurt, say you have – Say he actually starts out like he did two years ago, yeah. not last year. And all of a sudden things change. That be a that could be a, that could, that's a sleeper pick one. That's a guy that you if you depending on the type of league you're in, if teams get desperate for quarterbacks because of injuries, he's a guy yep. you can potentially trade for a piece, an upgrade to your offense to your fantasy team. That be my suggestion in drafting that. Do not draft Marcus Mariota. No. Okay. Do Alex not draft Smith. Alex Smith. Do not draft Blake Bortles. Whatever you do, just yeah. The cat is out of the bag with the Blake Bortles yeah. fantasy thing. That was that was, that was a, an interesting time. Yeah. Don't do it. Don't do it. Anyways, do it. switching over to wide receiver, a position that is It's funny. There's so many of them that it's I, there's what, so going many. through this. There's like there's the handful of guys at the top. You have your elite. Your th- and then I the think next you- tier, half of the guys I hate because I I'll explain when we get to their names. I think they play half a season. Yeah. Like injuries or inconsistency. Look, if if you're a team that is not able to grab that elite style running back, if you go and get yourself a Julio Jones, an Antonio, Antonio Brown, Brown, a DeAndre Hopkins, an Odell Beckham Jr. Yeah, I'm not a big Odell fan. Odell's no. like the, his. You got to put him in that list. You not have yet. to. Not yet. Not yet. Uh, if it wasn't for the fact that he messed up his ankle and didn't get to play, Michael Tom, like he had the most receptions and yards in the first two seasons of a career. Michael Thomas passed him. Yeah, and you got to think. Michael Thomas is a better freaking quarterback. No, but also that's what scares Odell me. Played Eli half, played half his rookie season. Eli scares me. Eli is a quarterback. That's what. That's well, what it all is. See, the thing is with Odell though, and I worry is that, Odell runs and slants, and then t- it, him, it's all the rack yards, yeah. the run after the catch. Because Eli's not chucking do it you, down the do field. You know what I want to? You know what I just want to see with Eli? Oh, sorry, not with Eli. Sorry, with Odell, make a two-handed catch. <laughs> okay, just make the two hands catch. Good. Look, I understand. In Why desper- use two hands when you can use when you can use one? In desperation, 
look, that the, the play that he made on Sunday Night Football where he friggin' was basically falling back and it was his only option. Okay, it's it's beautiful. It's great. Put but it this way. I, I don't like the Giants, but I have Odell in fantasy. I'll see. We'll talk about this trade another day because it was a yeah. hilarious trade see, that involved me to yeah. get him. I've watched a lot of Odell. He, he makes those catches because usually, like last yeah. year it happened against the Eagles. He made a one-handed catch going out of the end zone, and it was because he was being interfered with, and the only thing he <laughs> could do was get one arm out there to catch it. He does he does make a lot of two-handed catches yeah. because there are times, it's not often, that Eli is kind of accurate, and he throws it at a point where he can sometimes, catch it. Sometimes accurate. Well, it's, it's because he runs those, fi- like I said, he runs a five-yard slant, he catches it, and he turns it upfield. Yeah. But um, because other, because of the the routes he runs in that offense, yeah. I think he's I think he's still I he's still him, up there. I, I put him. I I don't put him in those with those three guys. I think those three are the best hands on best wide receivers in all of football. I put him on a top tier below because that's where I think he belongs. Yeah, I put him up there, and then the top of the tier below is like Michael Thomas. I put him Devontae. I put him with the Michael Thomas, and he's better. That's why I put him at the top of the list. Okay, but I don't put him in that group in that same breath that See, I do. We're splitting hairs though, because like we're, we're talking about guys about being like, yeah. Wait, wait till we get to the lower part of the okay, list where we like, start laughing at fucking AJ uh, Green's AJ. Not well, Tyree Kill. No, I like Tyree Kill. It's what's his name? The I don't one, like. Tyre- we talked about him. He always gets hurt. He plays for the Chargers. Oh, Keenan, Keenan Allen. Allen. Keenan Allen. Fun fact. Joke. Uh, according to uh, NFL.com's projections. Be the second best wide receiver. Everybody's loving the Chargers right now, and I'm like, Keenan Allen had a lacerated kidney yeah. one year. Let's just put it: when you have injuries that make no sense, you're going to be injured all the time. Like they, some, like go through his injuries. Some of them are insane, like a lacerated kidney. What are you doing? Like he just, what are you doing outside of? What are you, that's injury prone. It just is. Yeah, that's a guy you kind of avoid. It's like an AJ Green, right? AJ Green's sort of the same thing that. I, I, Mike Evans over him, and you don't know if Jameis is going to play. Yeah. You'd never. Know. They could have had two gloves. As we like, who knows? Before. But I, I really don't know. Like you have your your elite, and the, the good thing is, is if you don't get those three that I mentioned, at least there's plenty of that next year. Where yeah, if you can get two of them, and you're okay. Oh, you're in, you're, you're in a good okay. spot. You know, Devontae Adams is a good look this year. You oh know, man, with Jordy gone, he's going to get so know, much volume. Juju, Juju is Juju. I love Juju. Juju's awesome. He's a number two, though. Like, he's no, not, he's, he's a number not, two. He's not in this list. He's not in this list, not, but he's a but number two. He's, he's a guy as your wide receiver three-year flex. Yeah, he's good. You're doing good. You're doing all right. Like Now, granted, we already told you, yeah. if you can, you want running back in your flex. You're going to want but running But if you, like, it's a bye week, you got some issues, mm-hmm. you can do a lot worse than Juju. See, guys like uh, Brandon Cooks, I don't know what to think of Brandon Cooks yet. Yeah, like the reason I still like yeah, Tyree Kill is because he's still going to get He's still going to get his big plays. Because Patrick Mahomes is gonna chuck it, and I think he's gonna chuck it more than even Andy Reid wants him to. Yeah. So pick, I just picked off. It's a lot like Will it. Fuller with the Texans, for example. Got a lot of touchdowns last year. Even even with Brock Osweiler. Yeah, he was the one. Brock Osweiler made DeAndre Hopkins bad. <laughs> okay, and you know you know why he couldn't make Will Fuller bad? Because no matter what he did, he couldn't unthrow Will Fuller. Yeah, Will Fuller always caught up with the football. Some reason, and that's Tyree Kill, and it's yeah. it's it doesn't matter. I don't it, unless Mahomes is like the worst quarterback in the history of football, because even Jay Cutler could chuck mm-hmm. it deep and get guys fantasy points. Yeah, like that's why I think Tyree Kill will be useful. Now Tyree Kill is a boomer bust player. Oh, big time. He's gonna put I up a thirty like, burger, see, or he's gonna put up zero. See, I think that's the same that goes for anybody who that would draft a Cleveland Browns wide receiver. Like Josh, no, no offense, to Josh Gordon. Jarvis is, Landry will get the because is, of the volume. It is, it is a high risk. Vo- Jarvis Landry because of the volume is worth it. Yeah, 
any I agree with you though with anyone else. They're very high risk. Yeah. Very especially Josh Gordon, very high risk player. Now, oh, I've had high, Josh Gordon so many years in fantasy. Risk, He's burned me so many high goddamn risk, years. High reward, but that reward that that high risk, it burns teams. It burns a lot of teams. And you put it this way, I he can't, cannot be your wide receiver one. He's I honestly Tyreek Hill is a wide receiver two if you have yeah. a if you have a wide receiver one and you can use Tyreek as the second one. You're okay because if you have if your wide receiver one is a, a high floor guy, you can deal with the low floor high ceiling yeah. of Tyreek Hill. Uh, Devontae Parker. I don't like. Uh, not, I don't like anybody on. The, you know who is good. Dolphins. You know who's good with Ryan Tannehill. Rent, oh, the one they traded. Yeah, Jarvis Landry. Yeah, another guy potential look at is um, um, where is he? Randall Cobb. In the uh, slot in the without slot. Jordy, he's going to pick up a yeah. little bit of work. You're going to. I like Larry Fitz. Yeah, because Fitz is in the slot Fitz is with number, a rookie quarterback. If you have Fitz as your number two, you have a good. And, and the thing is, good. even with a rookie quarterback, like Larry Fitzgerald does not drop footballs. No, you throw. So the it ball. doesn't matter where you yeah, throw. Larry it. Fitzgerald's a beast. There's a reason his nickname is Sticky Fingers. That's <laughs> actually his, I love it. Whatever, anytime they refer to him, it makes me chuckle. <laughs> but like, there's a reason. Like he's he's un, he's. We talked about this earlier about. If he had a decent quarterback at any point during yeah. his career, other than the two years of Kurt Warner, mm-hmm. he might have passed Jerry Rice's record. Probably. There's an article on 538. You need to read it if you haven't about mm-hmm. about Larry Fitzgerald yeah. potentially being able to catch Jerry Rice. They break the numbers down way better than I can. Yeah. But T- it's 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 ridiculous, actually. Ty is your number two. Is another good guy uh, to look at, especially um, with luck back. Julian Edelman is a player that you. I will have him get, in my sleeper. You will get later on because what what's going to happen is teams are going to be like, oh. He's going to miss he's four just, games. He's going to miss four games, and those four games Depends are how your IR works, he, because he's suspended. Depending on your league, I know most leagues will let you put him on the IR, but some are really stupid and finicky, so you might can have I to tell burn you, a roster can spot. Can I tell you something? In those first four weeks, it's worth the burning of a roster spot. Oh, yeah, because there's guys that okay, there's I, guys you're going to have on your roster that you're going to drop at the end of those four weeks anyways because they sucked. Can I tell you I was in a keeper league a couple years ago? It was, the, it was the start of a keeper league. Okay, the start of it all. And we get to the ninth round, right? In the ninth round, this is when Jordy Nelson was hurt. And I just looked at my team like, man, I could use a Jordy Nelson. He's Aaron Rodgers' number one target. I'll deal with the pain of, of, of him literally sitting there on the roster all year as, as, as the guy, but I dealt with it. And a guy like Julian Edelman for four games, you only got to wait four games for Tom Brady's number. Because remember, yeah. when Gronk's gone, it's still Edelman. Edelman's the best, like the best wide receiver on that team. And Gronk's going to get hurt at some and point. Gronk's going to get hurt. Last we've mentioned in previous yeah, exactly. podcast. So Julian Edelman's always reliable. He's a, he's an outstanding player. Okay, he can he can miss the four, first four games of the year. He's still going to be a reliable target in night in night out. Like you can rely on him and you can get pissed off Tom Brady after that because I'm sure if something happens along those first four games where they don't play well. Everybody's gonna be pissed, and oh, yeah. things gonna be. And Bill Belichick. You also got Julian Edelman coming yeah. off a PED suspension, who's gonna want to prove some things. Yeah, so that's a good look into the eighth round. A couple into your seventh, eighth rounders. Those are the guys I personally am looking at. Here's a couple guys I'll throw it. So I got I got Jarvis Landry on this list. Mm-hmm. Marvin Jones. Yeah, Marvin Jones is a good uh, good option. Number one target. Well, he's kind yeah. of a one A one B with Golden Tate, mm-hmm. but Golden Tate gives you half a season. He's yeah. a guy who gets hurt. Or underperforms and he either starts like a house on fire and mm-hmm. sucks near the end of the year, or he sucks to start and ends like a house on fire. Yeah. He's one of those receivers you can't really trust. If you get him late, cool, but people always take them too early. Yeah. Marvin Jones, though, I think his first year there started like a house on fire. He hurt his toe. He was never right. Mm-hmm. Last year, consistent. Yeah. Just good. Just putting up points. He's a low end wide receiver one. He's not a wide receiver one, 
But if he's your wide receiver too, you're laughing. Yeah. On top of that, I got Chris Hogan. Chris Hogan's who's the look. only wide receiver for the first you know, four games we in New England. We didn't mention Amari Cooper's another potential number two. I don't, I don't, see, but he's I don't have him he's because of the drops tough. and because of the inconsistency. Like His rookie well, year, he wasn't great. His second year, he was amazing. Last year was a just a disaster. Yeah. So well, I'm looking more like a Robbie yeah. Woods, yeah, a guy who's really good other than the time he got mm-hmm. hurt. And Jared Goff went back to him when he came back from injury. Yeah. So he was good. He got hurt. He came back, mm-hmm. and he was still good. So that's another a guy that you can rely yeah. on in the later rounds. Yeah, and uh, and two two more guys I would say one Jordy Nelson because of the Amari Cooper situation. You never really know with him. You hope that he's gonna be okay, but you don't really know. He's a, he's an absolute mystery. That's just my and who knows maybe him and Derek Carr have a report. You know, hey, I'm open. You throw this, throw this ball here. Trust me. That's Jordy's one of my sleepers because of I think with Derek Carr, if it goes right, it could be huge. And I think he's a guy you're going to be able to get later in drafts. Oh, 100 percent, you'll be able to get him later in drafts. Another guy I have in here on top of Jordy, John Brown with the Ravens because the Ravens aren't good. But yeah. you know what John Flacco or John Flacco? You know what Joe Flacco likes to do? Joe Flacco likes to sling the ball around. Okay. Speed targets. Look at Mike Wallace. Career resurgence. John Brown is better than Mike Wallace. Mm-hmm. John Brown is faster than Mike Wallace. Now, John Brown's got injury issues, which is why he's a sleeper, because you can't rely on John Brown. But if he slips down to the bottom of your draft, that's a guy that could put up some serious numbers if things break right. And if it breaks wrong because of where you're drafting him, goodbye, waiver wire. Pick someone up. Exactly. And my final one? Your final one? Go ahead. A rookie who missed last year, missed a ton of time with a very serious back injury. He was the first wide receiver drafted. Mr. Mike Williams. Oh, Mike Williams. Oh, I remember drafting Mike Millett. This is a guy you take, again, at at the end of the draft. He was drafted in the top 10. For a reason. Yeah. He's a very good wide receiver who had a horrible back injury. Go watch that. Go watch that that championship game. Oh my God. What he did to Alabama. The final drives when 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 Clemson was going down, he was unbelievable. He was unstoppable. He was was unstoppable. Unstoppable. So that's a guy. And if he's got Phillip Rivers throwing him the ball. And if he's healthy. if, If he's healthy, I think I think late in drafts, which is where he should be going. Man, I think this is a guy that has some serious upside. So that's that's my last sleeper on the wide receivers. I'm gonna say the f- my final sleeper, just because it's gonna be Alan Hearns. I have this. Alan Hearns. I have in, this weird in Dallas. Feeling eh? In Dallas, that something's gonna happen, and he's gonna end up becoming he's a, a decent, nice number two with the Jags. And I don't. I don't know what's gonna happen. The the Cowboys are weird. He's not bad. Okay, but you'll hear about Alan Hearns a lot. He's their number one option. Yeah. You hear guys talking about this Gallup kid, but I don't know enough about him. No. People are saying, like, the experts call him a sleeper and all this. I get it. That's cool. And if I could give my final piece before we go over to the NFC East, uh, if I can give one piece of advice when it comes to fantasy football and you're drafting of wide receivers and quarterbacks, don't carry more than one quarterback, have mm-hmm. a couple of droppable players, and with wide receivers, carry four. And make sure your fourth wide receiver is somebody that doesn't have conflicting bye weeks with your other players. Exactly. And a guy, because this always happens, the first three weeks of a fantasy season, mm-hmm. the first three weeks specifically 
are when the guys who could win you a season are on the waiver wire. Yeah. The Michael Thomas is in his rookie season. You know what I mean? Guys who just come out of no- Randall Cobb when he first came out of nowhere. Yeah. There's plenty of guys that appear mm-hmm. at a- Chris Thompson until he tore his ACL last year. Mm-hmm. There's there's always wide receivers a big position. Have have guys mm-hmm. that you don't mind get have lottery tickets. Yeah. That if you see a guy producing, because that's another thing with these sleepers. If you have the ability to get a guy that's already producing, it's okay to jettison one of these guys to pick him up off the waiver wire. I think that's a good idea. Very good idea. Also, one, one, one final, 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 final <laughs> piece of advice. Okay. Make sure you start your rosters. Oh, my God. <laughs> start yeah. your guys. Pay attention it's on Sunday mornings. It's not that hard, people. All right. But anyway. Even in a hungover, like just, just malaise, roll over, just roll look at the phone. <laughs> Who's okay. starting? Who's starting? Done. Who's n- inactive? You know what? Another. You know what? Just st- set your lineup the night before. And exactly. if an injury happens, wake up at twelve. Wake up at plenty, noon. Wake up at noon. I don't care when you got in last night. Wake up at noon. And then you just check, okay? Because everyone's finalized their roster. Okay, good. Like boom, in, done, finished. Anyways, wrap this sucker wrap up. Wrap this now. sucker up as we. Have been doing for the last couple of weeks. We've been previewing each division in the NFL, giving you our picks for winners and whatnot. And we've moved over to the home of the Super Bowl champion, Philadelphia Eagles, the NFC East, the always wacky and crazy division that never has the same team winning this next following year. Yeah, exactly. So if history repeats itself, the funny thing is I sit here and I stare at this Eagles team and I and I don't know how they lose this division. They should exactly because it's I'm you know how they lose I this division? The you know how they lose this division? Carson Wentz and Nick Foles are, are are hurt. Yeah. Or Carson Wentz comes back and he's not what he was. He yeah. rushed back and it's sort of like how Eric Carlson was. Where Eric Carlson yeah. wasn't the same player that he was. And I think that's why he's not going to start the season. Yeah. Is because I think I hope and that's I'm not even an Eagles fan. The Eagles eliminated my team. I just don't want to see a good young potential superstar in this league yeah. be ruined because of a stupidity. rush back. Don't rush back. You don't the have time. to rush back. You won a Super Bowl with Nick Foles. You can do this again. Okay? Mm-hmm. If he misses week one, like, not a big deal. I'm pretty sure Nick Foles won you a goddamn Super Bowl. He can handle the season he, he, opener. He got you to the Super Bowl. Not only not only yeah, won he you got you there. He beat my fucking Falcons. Sorry. Oh. Steve Sarkisian fucking rolled to the right. I it's okay. <laughs> Steven's, Steven's getting upset. We're mentioning PTSD's old PTSD's coming out. Uh, oh, hey, just remember. On fourth and inches, twitch. Just remember, on fourth and inches, he didn't pitch the ball. Yeah. Just remember that. Okay, never that. forget that. But anyways, uh, this division has been all over the place for the last few, as many seasons. There's not really one team that ever stands above the rest. The Eagles have because the Eagles are the first Super Bowl champions since the 2011 season when the Giants won, nine and seven. I have no idea how they did that. Uh, but the Skins have been division winners. The Eagles, the Cowboys. The Cowboys won the year before. They went 13 and three. So. There is a lot in this division. Like the Eagles should win this division. Yes, they, okay. they should be. They should be your clear cut number one team. Yeah. They should be. They should be. Watch the Giants yeah. are going to do something stupid. Yeah, the Giants. I, and the funny thing is, is wait till we get to the Giants because I got a pretty. Yeah. You're gonna have you have you have the Dallas Cowboys, one of the top offensive lines in the league. You better believe that they are going to continue to run the ball because. 
Dak Prescott is a decent quarterback. I don't know if he's a quarterback that you're going to win a Super Bowl with. Well, no, he he's a quarterback you can win a Super Bowl with as long as Zeke is 100% healthy yeah. and he doesn't get suspended. Yeah, but Because you saw what early happened? in the year when you didn't know if he was going to get suspended or not, Zeke was a little inconsistent. Yeah. When he finally came back from the suspension. He was good. He was Ezekiel Elliott again. Yes. And, and now you have Zeke. If you've seen any of the training camp pictures, I usually don't put like when someone tells me, "Oh, the guy showed up to training camp in the best shape of his life." That's the biggest bullshit story you can see. When you physically look at Ezekiel Elliott and you tell how much weight he's lost, because he was a dude who had abs, but he it was weird because he looked fat. He looked like a chubby dude that had abs. Didn't really make much sense. Now Ezekiel Elliott is shredded. Like that's that's a scary look. He looks like he did in college at Ohio State. Yeah. Like that first year with the Cowboys when he just looked like he was made out of fucking co- like just iron, just built but out of rock. The reason why I say with the Cowboys, though, because in the NFL, no matter how great your running back might be, no matter how great he, in today's NFL, your quarterback's got to win you games. And I, I do, and I don't, enough, and I really don't. Put, they'll be able to. Pre- when I look, like, when I look at, when I look at Dak Prescott, I see a decent. I see a. I see a better quarterback than I see in Andy Dalton, but I don't see a quarterback that I say. Gonna win a Super Bowl. He's gonna. There's only one quarterback in this division I really think can win a Super Bowl. And well, there's two of them, and they're on the same team. And they happen to be on the same team. Okay, but Nick Foles. I'm not starting. Well, there's there's a third one who's won two. Okay, I'm not starting with Nick Foles. It's only against Patriots. Okay, but Eli. Like I don't trust Eli anymore. Like like he's old. He's older. I know they spent all that money on Nate Soldier, but they haven't done much else on the offensive line. Like the defense was good. Now they're they were bad last year, and they're older. Like. It's it's gonna be a, I think Washington probably is the worst team in the division, but they have Alex Smith, which is playing order with a little bit of and he granola, just wins regular and he season wins games. games. So like, could it be the Redskins? Like Watch Redskins, the Redskins freaking win this division. That team is atrocious. Like their defense isn't good. No, their offensive line is the best part about them. They lost guys to injury. They, they signed AP though. Yeah, big but, deal. They have the, the decaying corpse of AP. We saw how that worked out for the Cardinals. Other than the one game, his debut with the Cardinals, he went off. He went off, he did his thing. And that was it. He spent all his energy. You know what that was? It was all the rage from getting benched. Yeah. (laughs) With New Orleans. But even the Giants. Like, the Giants are, you know, I've been hearing, you know, about this whole thing. It's like, you know, the Giants will probably regret not drafting a quarterback because of how old Eli is. Yeah. I'm now, like, granted, I love Saquon. We have a bet going, actually. We've made a bet. After, after last podcast where I, I can't put Saquon ahead. In ter- I think he's going to finish with more total points I don't think so. than Le'Veon Bell at the end of the season, barring Le'Veon, injury. This Le'Veon, is our- Le'Veon Bell is a quarterback that can get him the ball, and he's got a, the, one of the best offensive lines, top three offensive line in all of football. The, the Giants don't have that. I don't know about top three, but they're pretty good. Top three. You have, an all, you have an all-pro in David DeCastro, a uh, former all-pro and, and constant pro bowler in Marquise Pouncey. Ramon Foster is a solid big dude. Uh, Alejandro Villanueva has been a solid left tackle. Plucked and molded by the best offensive line coach in football. And this is not bias. This is actual fact. Because go look at the Titans. Mike Munchak just molds. Like he's, he's just really <laughs> – he came and changed the culture. And that's what he's a culture changer in terms of your offensive line. I like the line. Titans offensive line. Okay, I have to all- go through offensive lines. But um, I'm putting I'm putting them. They're up good. There. I'm not saying they're bad. Like I think top three might be a stretch, but they're ta- they're top, top ten. I'd say I'm top saying three. they're easy top ten. You're not I, even I'd actually, top I'd, five. No, no, because I'd actually have to look at the things. Go look. I don't I love I, a, no, little no, big guy. I love is, offensive this, linemen. You're also a Steelers fan, so this is off the top of my head. <laughs> trying okay. to think about other teams. Well, the Titans have a good. No, that's offensive. what I'm saying. I'm saying. Like no, t- no, I'm still like I'm trying to say. I'm not trying to say they're a bad offensive line. I don't know if they're. I don't know if they're top three, but I'm actually not even putting it out of the question. I'm just. I don't know. Let's go look at when. 
they have a pulling center, not a pulling guard, a pulling oh, center. Pouncy. Pouncy runs like a beast. Anyways, going back to this division. So we have we have Philly finishing first. Philly's Philly should finish first. We agree that the Cowboys will probably probably finish second. Yeah. And they, I don't know if they'll make the playoffs because of how deep the NFC is. It's not because they're that not... That division, I don't think, is good enough where you're going to have multiple uh, playoff teams coming I, out of I it. I honestly think the division is going to have three teams coming out of it is the division we'll preview next week, which is the NFC South. Yeah. Okay. My, your my, my stomping your, grounds. Your stomping grounds. So, and then the Redskins, honestly, they're probably the worst team in this division. You went and traded for Alex Smith. Yeah. Who's he throwing the ball to? Josh Doxson? Me and you. Yeah. Me, you, and... Jordan, Jordan Reed for the two games that <laughs> yeah. he's going to be alive for. And those are going to be great, great two games for No, because last year, even when he was healthy, he sucked. <laughs> no, but see, Alex Smith loves tight ends. This is true, actually. All right. See, this is the thing about Alex Smith. Because he's Alex Smith, watch. This team's going to win the fucking division with a bunch of no-namers. Yeah. He's going to throw for like 75% completion, and then they're going to lose in the first playoff game, and they're going to get their just absolutely shit kicked. So what's, it's what's probably going to happen. It probably will. But happen. looking at the team, like they... Talent-wise, they're the worst team in the division. Yeah, that's that's just the way it is. I think personally, they're the only too. exciting player I think this on their is team one of the few, ACL. I think this is one of the few divisions we actually agree on here. That this is probably the way it's going to go. I think this is the first one we've agreed on all four. Like, because usually we sometimes we'll agree on three and then yeah, flip flop, the flip flop, or on the we'll other agree on two, two and yeah. then flip flop the yeah, other. This ones. is one of the few. But this one, I think we like. Yeah, Mind this, you, is, even, this is how we think it should be. Even the last division, mind you, I, I and like you know, I see. I think the Vikings are the second best team in the North. I just don't like Kirk Cousins. Well, the I think funny thing is, I think I think talent wise, they're the best team in that division. But I can't. The, we, we can't about pick. This. We I can't, can't pick, pick against Aaron Rodgers. I can't pick against the yeah, bad. No, actually, I have the it's baddest funny man in football. It's funny. The last two teams we've actually agreed on. The last yeah. two divisions we've actually agreed on, yeah. which is a miracle. That never happens. <laughs> and Stephen also thinks that Sean Manai is going to walk into Yankee Stadium and win games. That's I said him. he has a possibility. Man. I, I said you should respect him because you okay. were not putting re- any respect <laughs> on his yeah, name. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, that's it for the NFC. So, you know, the Eagles are going to win the division. They better win 11 games because I got them going on the over of 10 and a half. It's a risky <laughs> bet. They got to do it. But um, this is the Last Word Podcast. I'm Angela Lippa. I'm Steve Artabello. And next week we will talk the NFC South, Stevens' division. Oh, his stomping baby. grounds, and we will talk a little bit about our trip to Buffalo, to the Buff, Steve Vladdy Jr., Steve Vladdy Jr., the future, and eat some chicken wings at Angry Bar. Can't wait, and maybe Jim Stako too. Maybe, oh, yeah. but we'll see what happens. Until next week, adios. See ya. That it can't be done Understand me, son I'm the slickest they is I'm the quickest they is Did I say I'm the slickest they is? So if you walking up the wrong tree We coming Don't be starting nothing Me and my partner gonna Test your chest, loveless Can't stand the heat To get out the wild, 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 w